Why are you always talking crap about me That's this early right. in the morning? That is not talking crap. I said, let's see three things. Do you have a hat on? Yes. Are you in front of your nude photo? Yes. Can you put together coherent sentences after telling us on Thursday's show you were worried about your performance today because you were out partying? So let's see the eyes. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I took it easy last night. It could have, it could have gotten out of hand, Chris, but I'm a professional. Yes, you are. And I'm here to do this show with you. I feel great. I'm ready to talk some baseball. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I actually feel like really energized today. I get a little okay. more spring in my step. Maybe that's because we're going out with the ploofs tomorrow night. We're super hey excited about that. Yeah. 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 Did you cancel tonight's reservation? I did. I did. I got a, I got a yeah. message on my phone yesterday like, hey, will we see you Friday? No. You will not see us Friday. <laughs> Unless you want to do back-to-back -back nights, we could do that. Yeah, no, that's okay. just too much for me. Sorry. Okay. All right, let's have some fun. Woo-hoo, here we go. Phillies, they have a chance to take over sole possession of first place tonight in the National League East with a win against the slumping New York Mets. By the way, Mets manager Luis Rojas admitted yesterday when they lost down in Miami we looked very unprepared to face a starting pitcher yet again. Is it time to push the panic button in Queens? No. It's time to fight in Queens, though. And, you know, look, if you want to win a division in Major League Baseball, there are times during the season where you get roughed up a little bit and you got to fight. Uh, the games that I watched down in Miami, not a lot of fight out of the Mets. Even yesterday, they... You know, they didn't even really deserve to be in the game at the end. They reached base on a few errors there in the ninth, and Pete Alonso came in to score, and the dugout was quiet, man. You know, they have a chance to take the lead down there, you know, to get a victory to keep the Phillies away from them. It was quiet. So they have to do a better job than that, uh, you know, going into Philadelphia, which I'm sure the atmosphere will be completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe that'll do it for them. But I don't think it's time to panic. It's just time to fight. Yeah, by the way, I'm looking – so forward to this series starting tonight. I'll be glued to it. I think yeah. it's going to be great. And let's remember the Phillies have the longest playoff drought going in the National League. It's been since 2011. Phillies got fight. Oh, yeah. They've got fight. They're in this thing. They're feeling good. They love the trade they made with Texas to get a starter and a reliever. They're, and Bryce Harper's playing at an MVP level. I'm not saying he is the MVP. I'm saying he's playing at an elite MVP level right now. As far as the Mets, they are – I cannot figure them out for the life of me. If you had told me to write down the top 10 lineups coming into the 2021 season, I would have definitely put the Mets in there. No question. I don't know if I would have had them at seven or eight or wherever, but they were definitely top 10. There's one team that scored fewer runs than the New York Mets this year, and it's the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are wallowing in last place, and they're going to be fighting it out again for that first number one overall pick. The, the guys that are there, I get it. Lindor's hurt. Y'all got to pick it up. Yeah. Show some pride. And these are guys I like. These are guys I like, but show some fight. Listen to the coach here. Knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, if you look at what they're doing, you know, against the league offensively, they're obviously a below-average team. But, I mean, no. they're – it's just – like you said, you look at them on paper and you expect so much more. And you can oh, say that for a few different teams throughout the league. Um, but they – yeah. I think this is going to be a great series. I think it's going to be a great series. I don't think it's going to be – Philly is coming in steamrolling. A, a no, Mets I don't either. Um, you know, you could look at it one of two ways. This is the one that kickstarts them, or this is the one that kicks them in the ground. You know, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hey, quick reminder, today's Instagram Live is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. It's manscaped.com. Use the code word ROSE. You get 20% off plus 
free shipping. They've got the lawnmower 4.0. They've been working on this thing for years. 9,000 RPM motor-powered, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. I'll dumb it down for you. No more ripping and tugging when you're doing your work south of the equator. That is the biggest deal for us dudes out there. In addition to that, you get the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. I told you how much I like that thing, and that's no BS. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, the Performance Boxer Briefs, which Michelle loves on me, and <laughs> the Shed Travel Bag. So do yourself a favor, and that's someone special in your life. They will appreciate you. Get your act cleaned up, courtesy of Manscaped.com. 20% off your order if you use the code word ROSE plus free shipping. Okay. Did you did you talk about your nose hair? Today? Yeah, usually you mention your nose hair. I didn't hear it. I did. It. I said the ear and nose hair trimmer. Okay, okay. But usually you say, I have I'm a big problem with my nose hair. I'm cleaned up, man. Look at that. Thank you. Man, All right. Let's get back to it. Big time series uh, this weekend up in Milwaukee. San Francisco Giants pay a visit. Um, which team, if if we flip the calendar to October right now, which team would you have more faith in to make a deep playoff run right now? Right now. It's well, the I'm, sorry. Let me say that. I'm assuming that Josh Hader will be off the COVID list by the time we get to October. Well, that's the thing is, is Yelly, is Yelly playing as well? He's also on yes. the COVID Yes. In October. So that, I mean, that's the thing is right now, Giants, you say them for sure. Mm -hmm. You got Yelly and Hader dealing with that. Um, if Yelly comes back and it's like, Yelly, Yelly, I really, really like the Brewers. You know that. I know. But when I look at this, the Giants roster construction, it's built like, like an old school baseball team, Chris. You know, like pitching, you know, they ha I mean, they're, they're banging the ball around, no doubt about that. But it just seems like they're kind of just well-rounded. They pitch, they play a little bit of defense, timely hitting, good stuff like that. They look good. So I say, I'll say right now, for sure, the Giants, uh, the Brewers, if Yelly comes back and is Yelly. By the way, huge win for the Giants yesterday. They were down 4-0 yeah. yeah. to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the ninth inning. Tied the game, forced extras, Bryant with the winner. Don't, if you go back and you look at how the NL West was won, that's one of those games you're going to put a star by. Sure. Um, I'm done doubting the Giants. With that being said, I have been huge all over the Brewers this year. I had them before the season. I love those top three dogs in the rotation. I love the back end of their bullpen. That wins you an awful lot of games, especially come October. And Craig Council knows how to manage. He knows how to work it. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're in a World Series game and we're sitting there in Milwaukee going, hey, this is a cool place. This wouldn't be shocked. If they, I'd said that at the deadline. If they made a move, I think yeah. it's them and the Astros in the World Series. Um, they got Escobar. He's been performing well, but they need Yelly back big time. Yeah. Like when Yelly is there in the middle of the lineup, that's a whole different type of team. So, but he's got to be the Christian Yelich from 2018 and 19. Exactly. It's a it's a huge it's a huge caveat. So, right. Uh, I too love the Brewers, uh, but there's some damn good teams in the NL. It's going to be great. It's going to be great down the stretch. All right. Uh, news this morning that reportedly Clayton Kershaw will not be back in the Dodgers rotation until September. He's been dealing with a, uh, a strained forearm. Uh, how much does, does this affect the Dodgers as they're trying to catch the Giants in the National League West? I mean, it definitely affects them, you know, uh, because 
some of the, I mean, they brought Scherzer in, helps immediately, but then, you know, they signed Duffy and Hamels, and those guys are also down the line. I think they're just taking this very cautiously because they know they'll be in the playoffs in some capacity. Do they want mm-hmm. to catch the Giants and win the division? Of course, to avoid that stupid wild card game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's been having another year, and I think he's got like a 3-2-3 ERA or something like that. And it's that that ERA is the highest of his career, <laughs> right? Since right. since his since his um since his rookie year. So obviously a big piece, but I think they're just taking it cautiously with him, making sure he's okay, uh, because it's it's World Series or bust for them. So a couple things here. Um, he's actually having a very very good season. His highest strikeout rate since 2016. I, I worry if it continues to get pushed down the road because he's going to have to rebuild up his innings. You know, you don't want to miss too much time. Like, it's been since right before the All-Star break. If he pushes it another week or 10 days, and all of a sudden you're like, now you're getting into dangerous territory. Here's what the Dodgers have going for them. Even if they don't catch the Giants, they could start either Scherzer or Bueller in a wild-card game, and they're going to be favorites against any team in baseball. It's that simple. Against any team. Uh, And then, if they advance to the divisional round, their, their rotation isn't screwed up. Why is that? In part because of the Clayton Kershaw being around, right? You start either Scherzer or Bueller in game one. You have Kershaw. You have Urias. So you're feeling – and then you get the guy who started the wild card game as, as your game four starter. So the Dodgers are in great position as long as Kershaw is healthy. But, man, if it gets pushed another seven to ten days, then I'm starting to worry. I agree. And someone asked me to elaborate on why I called the wild card game stupid. I think it's great for fans. Um but to play 162 games mm-hmm. and then have it come down to one game, I mean, that doesn't – it doesn't make a lot of sense. Obviously, it makes for great entertaining TV, and this is an entertainment business, so I understand that. But I listened to Jimmy talk about it this morning. He said, I'd wish it upon nobody, but I'd wish it upon everybody because the nerves are so – you want to feel that as a yeah. fan. So yeah. nerve-wracking. Uh, and that's why uh, the one game thing, I liked it when I actually really liked the three game wild card set that we did last year. Yeah, no, I mean, we proved that we can pull this off as a sport. So yeah. let's do it. By the way, there's more money to be had. I know that'll be, that'll make the uh, owners go, ping. like, wait a second, we can make more money. That one game though, man. Oof. It's tough. I sat through it as a fan in 2013. It was just excruciating as I watched Tampa Bay flush us down the toilet. I mean, you're 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 one inning away from throwing your whole season out. I know. Top go. All right, up next, uh, Red Sox Blue Jays start a series. Boston's dropped six to seven. They're one and a half back at Tampa in the American League East. Will Boston regret not doing more at the trade deadline? Um, I don't think so. I think they had a plan. I think that they went into it. Um, they knew they didn't necessarily need a bat, but you can always use a bat. So they went and got Schwarber. Mm-hmm. You know, they want, they think I listened to Heim talk about him uh, this morning on a little clip. Um, and he said he, he, they were coveting Schwarber more than any bat in the league. So they got who right. they wanted. And then you have sale. And I think they're treating that like that's their move. And then you have a guy like Tanner Houck, who's come up and done really well. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, obviously the main need for this team is starting pitching, but I think they're just going to treat sale. Like that's the move. Yeah, uh, then you got Eovaldi, Hauk who's pitched well, Sale, and you know, Pavetta can keep it going. I mean it's a it's a decent rotation right there. So you know, that was our our buddies over at Barstool and they do a good job. They had Heim on 
their podcast and that was that that's right yeah, yeah talking yeah. about um it's interesting he said you have to worry about yourselves if you start looking at other teams that's when you start to panic which makes perfect practical sense but when you're evaluating your team and you want to win the division if it's just you and another team that's fine they knew they'd have to deal with not only the Rays, but you knew the Yankees were going to make some moves, and you knew Toronto was going to make some moves. And guess what? They all did, and they all got better at the deadline, in my opinion. So did the Red Sox really get that much better? I mean, granted, we haven't seen Schwarber yet, taking a bat, and we'll see how sales going to be. But, man, to say that all those pitchers that were great the first three months of the season are going to continue that for the back half of the year, I think that's expecting an awful lot. It's nice to show belief in your guys and your clubhouse, but part of your job is to self-evaluate. And if you feel like, man, we really pushed the limit here in the first three months and got some good stuff out of it, I think we can do better. I think they're going to regret it because it wouldn't surprise me if they finished the season in third place in that division. I can see that, and I do want to give a shout out to the the pod. It's section. It's a section ten pod. There's section ten on there. So if you're a Red Sox fan, I would definitely go check that out. Yeah, um, you're good. There's no question. So right. I will say I will say this: if they look around the league and you see Barrios doing it for the Blue Jays, and you see Gibby doing it for the Phillies, obviously Scherzer's going to do his thing. Yeah, you're going to have a little bit of FOMO, but you know, I'm sure they tried to get these guys. Sometimes right. you know it just doesn't line up. But at the end of the day, you either pulled the trigger or you didn't. Yeah, maybe they didn't have enough. I don't know their farm system well enough. Okay, let's move on. Albert Pujols gets to face the Angels tonight in the Freeway Series. Are you surprised that Albert has done as well as he has in Dodger Blue? Yeah, of course I am. Like, you know, it's Albert Pujols, but, you know, he's it's been the shell of his former self, you know, towards the end of his career in Anaheim. 775 OPS. Nobody's believing you if you say that to them when he first gets traded over there. Nobody. And it looks like he's rejuvenated. And how can you not be rejuvenated? You know, going to an organization like the Dodgers who have all the bells and whistles. Uh, you're a juggernaut of a team. You have all these, you know, he's got guys around him. Like he had Trout in, in uh, Anaheim and now Shohei and Rendon. But like he's surrounded by people who he really sees like, they're on the same level, some of these guys. Kershaw's going to be a Hall of Famer. Scherzer's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think he likes that atmosphere there, and, you know, he's, he's having fun with it. He's, he's embraced the role that he's been given. Um, so it's cool to see. But you're asking me if I'm surprised? Yeah, I yeah. am. I'm shocked. And I, I said it the day he was released. I, I said there's no way that he's going to play for a contender. And who does he sign with the Dodgers? And I was like, okay, there's no way he's going to produce. And he has. 951 OPS this year against left-handed pitching. I do remember you saying he can still hit against left-handed pitching, and you were dead on, because at the time of his release, a 622 OPS for the Angels. Let me repeat that, 622. That's like 100 points under league average. That's horrible. And he doesn't give you anything anywhere else. It's not like he's going to run the bases great or play gold glove defense at age 41 or whatever he is right now. So all well, he's, he's got two stolen bases this year. Come on, man. Stop. Stop. I saw one of them. I could have gotten one on, on that. So <laughs> um, I am shocked. I will easily raise my hand and say I was wrong. Rose, you're an idiot. I usually say it six times a day, regardless of what I'm talking about. So I'm happy for him. I'll be curious to see how it plays in the playoffs as well. So we'll see. It's, a neat story. it's good. Last one. Speaking of the Angels, the mother 
of Halo's rookie reliever, Austin Warren, her name is Alana Nix, caught a foul ball that started in the hand of her son in the at-bat. Is that a little too freaky for you? Or is it really, really a cool story? You know I love the freaky stuff. I love it. It's so cool, man. You know, like I don't – I hope she got authenticated. Or I guess she doesn't really need to. She's the one that caught it. Um, I was looking – you sent me the, the, the tweet about it, and I was trying to find video, like, of her catching it, but they didn't I know. add it up yeah. there. So good for her. Cool story. I mean, that's like a ball she's going to have out displayed, and her friends come over, and they're like, what's that ball? And she can tell the story. She's probably going to tell a story – thousand times you know going forward so good for her it's a good little yeah, no, story, a for TV. story it is a little weird it's a little weird that you know i mean it, you, you catch one foul ball in your life and it's the one that your son threw that's gotta check yourself a little bit but i followed this <laughs> this um family ever since he came up a couple weeks ago there were like 20 family and friends in the stands and Jose Moto was doing an interview with them while he was on the mound for the first time. And it was great. It's just awesome. so cool. I love the emotion of it. She's got a great personality. So it's really neat. Um, big shout out to our boss men, uh, Jimmy and Jake. They're on WFAN today. So if you still have time up there in the New York area, or if you just want to download it and listen, give it a listen. They're on with uh, Maggie Gray. That's pretty cool for them. Now I understand why you taped Talking Baseball yesterday. You kept it so secretive, but... That was nice. So what do you have coming up on John Boy? Well, that episode dropped, I think, last night. We got it out, put it out, so everyone can go listen to that. Um, and then, you know, it's the weekend, baby. Get a little time off before we're back on Monday for the recap of the weekend series. Okay. What do you got? I know you're wearing I've that Brewers hat for a reason. Uh, what's that? I know you're wearing this hat for a reason. What's up? Oh, just, the Brewers, actually, it was just because of that second question we had. I feel wow. like they're – I wouldn't be surprised if they were a World Series team. Um, but I should be wearing a Reds hat to promote Jonathan India on the podcast. So there you go. Um, that one dropped yesterday. Real fun, quick conversation with him. I had about 30, 35 minutes with him, just one-on-one. -on -one. That was very cool. And I should be switching on over to my Pirates hat because for the first time this year, I get to interview Big Leaguer. Stephen Brault, who made his debut on Wednesday. I'm about to talk to him in 11 minutes about that experience, and it's going to be great. How'd it go? I'm, I'm going to look up a start right now. Oh, yeah. He went four innings, gave up one run, looked really sharp. Looked That's what I'm really, talking really about. Good. Yeah. No, it was great. Boy, Steve. I was really... And uh, speaking of Rose Rotation children, been texting with Tyler Glass now. He's doing well. He sends his best to everybody. He'll be back on the podcast shortly. He is recovering from his surgery in Texas. Um, yeah, he's doing well. I got him I right out that of surgery. That's so nice, man. You know, like I had this image in my head of him before I knew him that he just was going to be like, you know, a whatever, a whatever guy, you know, just mm -hmm. like another dude. But he's like. Yeah. I like it. I, he's I like the re-roll and like. Oh, yeah, he's super smart and a great deep thinker. And most, listen, all the guys that come on the podcast, the number one thing I love to read in the comments is, you know what, I, uh, I hate the Mets, but I can't root against Trevor May, right? Or yeah. I didn't know a damn thing about Miguel Rojas, and he's my favorite guy. Or, you know, I can't stand the White Sox, but Lucas Giolito seems like a cool dude. So 
when you hear that, then I think we've done our job. Yeah, I agree. Those guys are all good. You, you, you picked a good cast. Miggy Rojas, another one that I didn't know much about, but yeah, super cool human. dude. Great story. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I mean, you're gonna. There aren't many better people walking around than Miguel Rojas, and we're taping him again next week when he's on the West Coast. All right, quick reminder: uh, today's show presented to you by Manscaped.com. Use the code word Rose, you get twenty percent off your order, plus free shipping. Take care of your business, okay, boys? And I will see you tomorrow night. We'll we'll plan something. Maybe you know, it'll be fun. We already planned dinner. That's I know. Do you want to come over for a drink before? Like, what's oh my god? Holy smokes! There's a lot of stuff. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. (laughs) All right. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy your baseball weekend. We'll see you Monday.